This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Hello and welcome to Reporters Without Orders, a podcast where we talk about what made news, what didn't and some things that absolutely shouldn't have. I'm your host Snigdha and joining me today is Hamida. Hi. Welcome to Reporters Without Orders. Hi, it's my first time here. Thanks I for know, having me. I know, congratulations. So to all the listeners who don't know Hamida, she's recently joined News Laundry and her latest report is on the Kureji protest in New Delhi that was recently shut down. And also over phone joining us are Basant and Ayan. Hello guys. Hi, Namaste. So this is reporters in the times of coronavirus. <laughs> we don't want too many people in office, so we've asked Basant and Ayan to stay at home and join us. Um, Ayan recently did a report on uh, how a bunch of passengers who were who had come to India from uh, Europe were stranded at uh, Indira Gandhi International Airport, and Basant has uh, done a report on slum dwellers who whose slums were uh, burnt down during the riots and uh, how they're not being allowed to build their slums again in the same area. So before we begin, I want to tell all the new listeners about News Laundry. We are a 100% ad-free news platform and we need your support to stay afloat. So please subscribe to us and pay to keep news free. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription and click on the subscribe button on the top right corner of the website. So guys, shall we start with some bizarre news stories? Let's. Let us, huh? Yeah. Uh, Basant. जी जिस वक्त में कोरोना वायरस एक महामारी का रूप ले चुका है और दुनिया भर में इतने लोगों की मौत हो चुकी है उस समय भी हमारे टीवी न्यूज चैनल जो उनकी नफरत की नफरत का उनका पूरा एक तरीके का लंबे समय से नफरत का खेल खेल रहे हैं उसको छोड़ने को तैयार नहीं है कोरोना के दौर में भी पड़ोसी मुल्क पाकिस्तान को गाली देने के लिए उन लोगों ने कोरोना का इस्तेमाल किया जी न्यूज ने शो किया है कल था सात बज के पच्चीस मिनट पर अब कोरोना की मौत मरेगा पाकिस्तान मतलब हद होती है की आप कि किस हद तक जा सकते हैं आप अब असंवेदनशील हो सकते हैं न्यूज चैनल उस हद को भी पार कर रहे हैं क्योंकि अपने दुश्मन की भी मरने की आदमी कभी वो नहीं करता कि मेरा दुश्मन भी मर जाए और कोरोना को लेकर इस तरीके से तो मुझे ये इससे बड़ा विचार कुछ हो ही नहीं सकता देखते हैं देखते हैं बाकी लोगों का सुन लेते हैं पहले हमीदा वाई डोंट यू गो याफिक एविडेंस प्ले इज अ मोर इम्पॉर्टेंट पार्ट बट अकॉर्डिंग टू दिस वन बीजेपी लीडर ही सेड दैट इंडिया में कोरोना वायरस हो ही नहीं सकता है बिकॉज अपेरेंटली लाइक इट्स होम टू थर्टी थ्री क्रोर गॉड एंड गॉडेसिस तो यहाँ पे कोरोना वायरस इट्स लाइक ऑफिस एंड आई वॉज लाइक आई वॉज इन ऑटो सो द ऑटो वाले अंकल इज टेलिंग मी बिकॉज यू लुकड एट द फैक्ट दट आई हैड मास्क एंड आई हैड लाइक ग्लव्स एंड एवरी थिंग सो यू वॉज लाइक अच्छा मेट्रो से आई वॉज लाइक जी एंड ही इज लाइक हाँ मेट्रो में कोरोना वायरस हो रहा है एंड मेट्रो को बंद नहीं किया मंदिर को बंद किया and i was oh, like okay uh, okay so had a problem with my, my temple shutting down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> obviously too sacred for coronavirus uh ayan what about you yeah so my bizarre news is uh, about uh, hollywood actor uh, jared leto 
Yeah. So he actually was in a desert. Uh, medi- he was in a meditation camp. Okay, for twelve days. Yeah, he went to a desert. Yeah. And he actually returned yesterday. Hmm. And only yesterday he found out about the coronavirus. <laughs> wow. All this while he was completely unaware of what was happening. <laughs> the the world has gone into panic mode, but this guy was, you know. Full power. He was on his meditation mode. Yeah. And did not know anything Vipassana about the Vipassana mode. On. <laughs> the outbreak. Yeah. So yeah. So all right. There has been some uh, really bizarre stuff, you know, regarding uh, the coronavirus. I mean, uh, just to add on to what Hamida said, mm. recently uh, this uh, Go Mutra party was also held. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> पॉपुलर so, पॉपुलर काफी संख्या में लोग गोमूत्र पीने लगे है oh. और मुझे याद है मेरे घर पे गाय रहती है तो जब पूजा पाठ का समय होता था तो लोग दूध लेने आते थे या गाय का गोबर लेने आते थे पूजा के दौरान के लिए अब लोग पैसा गाय का मूत्र लेने आ रहे हैं तो मैंने कहा मतलब काफी संख्या में लोग आ रहे हैं हमारे इलाके में तो ये हैरान करने वाली बात है कि एक अफवाह दिल्ली से चली और जाके बिहार के मतलब यहाँ से चौदह सौ किलोमीटर दूर गांव में फैल चुकी है सब जगह फैल चुकी है साउथ साउथ में भी ना कर्नाटका में तो थे वो जो गोबर स्नान कर रहे थे टैंक में आई ऑल्सो सोन ट्विटर समबडी हैड शेयर देर अकाउंट दे वेंट टू सम गवर्नमेंट ऑफिस एंड एज सुन इज दे एंटर्ड समबडी स्प्रेड something onto their hands so obviously i mean you would think it was sanitizer yeah, right yeah. but it was gomutra and they were not even asked like oh you know wow i mean okay. don't you yeah, they should take permission yeah, right exactly but, um, anyway so my bizarre news story as usual basant is var mera india se nahi hai so before you <laughs> before you attack me <laughs> so it's about coronavirus itself but about Donald Trump you know how he always claims to be expert on everything yeah, yeah, yeah. so like for yeah. example when the 911 thing had happened yeah. he said that he had predicted it before in some book which he probably got a ghost writer to write simpsons ne bhi predict yeah. kiya tha johnny yeah, bravo ne bhi predict kiya tha so anyway something similar happened again at the white house uh, at the press briefing uh, before because earlier trump was quite uh, he was not taking coronavirus seriously yeah, right yeah. he was like yeah, whatever so many rumors fake news media and their partner democrat party is doing everything within its semi considerable power to inflame the coronavirus situation all right but now suddenly there was a shift in tone okay he's like suddenly as if it seems like he's taking it seriously so somebody asked him like what what brought this shift in tone so he's like i have seen that where people actually liked uh, Uh, people actually liked his uh, earlier tone but uh, he didn't feel any different and he's like i've always known this is a real this is a pandemic i feel it was a pandemic long before people were calling it a pandemic i've always viewed it as a very serious thing okay. so <laughs> yeah. yeah so that was pretty bizarre and uh, actually another strange thing oh, everything is related to coronavirus now um Idris Elba he he's yeah. tested positive but he has no symptoms yeah which is so strange right yeah. it's so scary anyway moving on to our ground reports hamida we'll start with hamida since you know this is her first time uh, so hamida you did a report on the kureji protests yeah. and how it was shut down so can you tell people about 
Kureji uh, and what it exactly was when it started. So once the uh, protests in Jamia Millia Islamia had started uh, along with Shaheen Bagh right. so uh, there's this one activist there's a local activist over there Khalid Sefi yeah. so he started the protest uh, in Kureji hmm. and people started joining and him and where, where exactly is Kureji? Kureji is uh, in East Delhi I, uh, I believe and uh, it's near Patparganj area okay yeah okay. Hmm. so um uh, the protest started from there and then they gained momentum mm-hmm. and uh, they've seen a lot of um, in a sense uh, resistance from uh, the police and uh, that's how it came to the point where uh, on 26th February it was completely like cleared the protest area was completely cleared so the protest had been going happen? so the protest had been going on for uh, more than 2 months and then um, towards the like towards the end feb um, they had blocked the roads for 2 days and then after that uh, the police came up to them and they said that you like you can't block the roads it's very difficult so then the protesters understood and protesters were like okay okay you know we'll just we'll go back to our protesting space and we'll protest from there we won't uh, we'll yeah. stop blocking the roads yeah. okay but 2 days later without any warning they just came and just like like this one protester says and it's a very harrowing line they say that uh, like they came like they were they came with guns like they were preparing for a raid right, right like it's like the moment I heard it I couldn't help but imagine that one scene where they're sitting they're protesting peacefully and then the police the comes yeah come the cops just yeah exactly this mm. came and they started like um, breaking things sh- down yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they started shooing the protesters away right so it happened without any form of warning right nothing whatsoever right uh, and uh, did you speak to any other so a lot of them were picked up right yeah by the police yeah. uh, some say 15 yeah, some yeah, say yeah, 20 yeah. yeah so how many exactly were picked up we don't know the exact number uh, so according to the police seven were detained and right. seven are absconding and they're okay. wanted right. uh, according to the Shaheen Bagh's official this is in, this includes Khalid Sefi yeah this includes so Khalid Sefi uh, Khalid Sefi for all the listeners he's just uh very well known yeah. activist yeah. and uh, he has been he was detained and during the hearing when yeah. Um, uh, he appeared in court yeah. you know he had multiple injuries yeah he was and, in a wheelchair uh, yeah a lot of people have uh, raised their voices yeah. against his uh, arrest and uh, yeah so he was the main person yeah. right yeah him and Ishra Jahan Ishra Jahan is the um, ex municipal Municipal uh, councillor. Yeah, municipal councillor of hmm. the Congress party. Hmm. And uh, she was detained as well. Right. And she was manhandled quite brutally. Okay. Like, if you've seen one of those videos. So, uh, uh, Hamida, at the Kureji protest, yeah. there was also reports of women being manhandled. Yeah, yeah. By the, this was on 26th February. Yeah, this was on 26th February. Uh. Like, it was around, uh, some people say it was around uh, 7, 8-ish. Some mm. people say it was around 11, 12. So, did you speak to any women who were manhandled? Uh, I spoke to a protester who was there at that time when the cops had come and they I were see. trying and they were break a, breaking things around uh, her and she said that they hadn't they hadn't manhandled but uh, they had tried to scare everyone away. But right. when I spoke to a male protester uh, whose shop is nearby, huh. uh, he said that uh, the protesters had been manhandled. Um, so the point of contention basically comes where um, 
people are saying that women protesters were manhandled hmm. but they're actually referring to Ishrat Jahan being manhandled i see yeah. i see okay yeah so the moment that um, video went viral mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people were like oh, okay a lot of other women were also yeah. manhandled yeah so but, but when i spoke to that protester she hmm. said that they hadn't been manhandled at all they had only been scared off i see yeah okay um basant talking of uh, protests and uh, you know the riots that happened up abhi bhi riots ke aftermath ko cover kar rahe hain और आप रिसेंटली गए थे जहाँ पे जो स्लम्स को जला दिया गया था वो किस एरिया में था बसंत ये गंगा बिहार है जो लोनी बॉर्डर के पास है लोनी बॉर्डर वो जगह है जहाँ यूपी और दिल्ली का बॉर्डर है और ये जो दंगा प्रभावित इलाका था मुस्तफाबाद वहाँ से एक किलोमीटर की दूरी पर है हाँ जी 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 अच्छा सो यहाँ पे पूरे जो मतलब झुग्गियों को जला दिया गया था और फिर लोग जो रह रहे थे वहाँ पे वो भाग गए थे है ना और अब वो वापस आना चाह रहे हैं तो उनको क्यों नहीं आने दिया जा रहा है पूरी घटना जो है कि ये आपको पता होगा कि उत्तर प्रदेश से जो गृह मंत्री ने भी कहा कि काफी संख्या में लोग यूपी से आए हुए थे जो दंगा भड़का रहे थे तो जो जो झुग्गी है वहाँ से 200 मीटर की दूरी पे एक जगह है जौहरी पुलिया उसको कहते हैं तो जो उपद्रवी थे दंगाई थे उसी जगह पे थे और जो भी आस से आ रहे थे उनको मार रहे थे तो जब माहौल गड़बड़ हुआ तो ये जो जिन झुग्गियों में आग लगाई गई है वो मुस्लिम कम्युनिटी के लोग थे और जो जिस जगह पे ये झुग्गी है वो जल बोर्ड की जमीन है और नाले के बगल में ही है तो वहाँ लगभग 125 सौ हैं अच्छा लेकिन जली सिर्फ छह और वो भी सिर्फ मुस्लिम कम्युनिटी के तो ये लोग चौबीस तारीख को ही जब माहौल गड़बड़ हुआ ये लोग अपनी झुग्गी छोड़ के जा चुके थे अपने आसपास के रिश्तेदारों के यहाँ हाँ। 25 तारीख को हमारे एक साथी कॉरेस्पॉन्डेंट आयुष तिवारी उस इलाके में थे और उनके सामने ही एक भीड़ जो जय श्री राम के नारे लगाते हुए झुग्गियों के तरफ जी, गई जी, जी। और आग लगाई आयुष ने अपने पुराने रिपोर्ट में इसका जिक्र भी किया तो उस छो झुग्गियों में आग लगा दिया गया अब वो घटना के लगभग 10-11 दिन बाद जब दंगे का पूरा माहौल शांत हो गया लोग जिंदगी मतलब फिर से दोबारा लोग शुरू करने लगे तो ये लोग अलग अलग झुग्गियों घरों मतलब रिश्तेदारों के यहाँ से अपनी झुग्गी बनाने के लिए पहुंचे इतफाक से हम लोग भी एक रिपोर्ट के रिपोर्ट करने के लिए उधर ही गुजर रहे थे तो हमने सोचा चलो एक बार देखते हैं हाँ। हम गए तो ये लोग अपना झुग्गी दोबारा लगाना चाह रहे हैं इनका सब कुछ जला जल के खाक हो चुका है इन उसमें कबाड़े की दुकान थी वो जल चुकी है वो ठेला था ऑटो रिक्शा था मतलब इनका सब कुछ जल चुका है तो जो सामने कॉलोनी है अच्छी कॉलोनी है और उसके पीछे बाउंड्री के बाहर बाद ये झुग्गिया है तो अचानक से सौ डेढ़ सौ की संख्या में लोग कॉलोनी वाले कॉलोनी के एक छत पे आ गए और कहने लगे कि हम यहाँ झुग्गी नहीं लगाने देंगे तुम लोग परेशान करते हो ये दस बातें हुई फिर हमने जो एक उसमें व्यक्ति थे उपमन्यू शर्मा जो काफी चिल्ला रहे थे और कह रहे थे मेरे पास कागज है इनको हटाने का निर्देश मिला हुआ है हम उनसे मिले तो हाँ इसमें कोई दो राय नहीं है कि उनके पास एक ऑर्डर कॉपी है जो दिल्ली सरकार के जरिए उत्तर प्रदेश जल निगम को दिया गया है कि यहाँ से झुग्गियां हटाई जाए वो 2019 का ऑर्डर है ठीक अच्छा। 2019 का ऑर्डर है 2020 चल रहा है वहां से हटाया नहीं गया अच्छा। अभी उपमनु शर्मा कहना था कि यूपी पुलिस के पास फोर्स की कमी है इसलिए इनको हटाया नहीं जा रहा उपमनु शर्मा कौन है 
एक वहाँ के लोकल रहने वाले अच्छा, हैं जो कॉलोनी में रहते हैं अच्छा हाँ वो विरोध कर रहे हैं तो मैंने पूछा कि एक चीज बताइए कि इस समय जब इनका सब कुछ जल चुका है एक मानवता के नाते भी इनको अभी तो रहने दिया जाना चाहिए तो उनका जवाब था जो मुझे काफी परेशान किया उन्होंने कहा कि अगर आपको एक बार कैंसर आपका कैंसर सही हो जाए तो आप दोबारा चाहेंगे कि आपको कैंसर हो मतलब ही बेसिकली कम्पेयर दीपल हुविंग इन स्लम और एक्चुअली दलम एरिया टू कैंसर हाँ उनके लिए वो कैंसर ही है मतलब वो कह रहे हैं कि ये लोग यहाँ हंगामा करते हैं खुले में शौच करते हैं दिन रात गाला गाली ग्लॉच करते हैं इससे हम बारे परिवार पे इम्पैक्ट पड़ता है पॉल्यूशन होता है इससे इनकार नहीं किया जा सकता कि झुग्गी झोपड़ी में जिस तरीके का लोग खुले में शौच करते हैं क्योंकि वहाँ बिजली है नहीं शौचालय है नहीं तो लोग जाएंगे कहाँ उनके पास ऑप्शन भी तो नहीं है की ढंग का टॉयलेट हो की वो हम बाहर में नहीं जाए जी जी या तो इस तरीके से एक तो दंगे में उनका सब कुछ जल गया दूसरा वो लोग रहने नहीं दे रहे हैं उन लोग मतलब अभी तक वो लोग अपनी झुकी नहीं बना पाए हैं इधर उधर रह रहे हैं हालांकि कुछ एनजीओ कोशिश कर रहे हैं कि जब तक हो सके वहाँ उनकी झुकी डल जाए लेकिन अभी तक उनकी झुकी नहीं बन पाई है screening and the stranded flyers so ayan uh, tell us how did you land up there at the airport yeah so uh, uh, uh two days back on monday basically uh, uh four to 500 passengers i think in fact more i guess uh, so all these passengers uh, they had flown in from uh, paris and frankfurt uh-huh. uh and they landed uh, at the delhi airport between 9 and 10 am on monday morning right and uh so as uh, thermal testing is being conducted across uh, international airports in the country so yeah. all these passengers had to accordingly queue up but what happened uh, there was a, a shortage of staff doing uh, the medical tests so because of which all these people all these passengers hundreds of passengers they had to wait you know for as long as 9 hours inside wow. the terminal yeah. and obviously you know after uh, taking such long flights and they were all were huddled tired, up together so. right if i'm not wrong yeah so, so that was very problematic i mean yeah. if you are trying to uh, get people tested then exactly. that should be done you know in isolation or at least in small groups yeah. so that was the biggest irony of the entire exercise and that's what many passengers also pointed out right so what was the point of getting people tested if uh, 4 to 500 people were you know huddled together made to stand in queues inside one single hall so uh, that that was a very difficult you know experience for everyone right. and also all these passengers complained of you know a lack of cooperation and mismanagement uh, from the airport officials inside the terminal oh. uh, and also many people told me that uh, they were not provided any food they were just provided water at, you know from time to time but no food was provided and obviously you know among so many passengers there were elderly people pregnant women yeah. children So it was a very very difficult experience uh, oh on on God. Monday I mean throughout yeah. the day. So uh, so uh, what what happened afterwards were they sent into quarantine or Uh yeah exactly so I reached the airport at around 5:30 in the evening and till then these passengers uh, still there they were still served in the, outside the terminal only some people had been uh, you know waiting inside and some people had come out so all these people were being taken to different quarantine facilities mm. in buses so i spoke to some cisf officials there 
and uh, they told me that uh, as of now, I think there are two quarantine facilities, one in Gurgaon and the other is in uh, Narela. Right. So all these people were taken in separate batches to these two quarantine facilities. And once these passengers arrive there, they would have to undergo two rounds of blood tests. Mm-hmm. And uh, accordingly, I mean, depending on the results of the blood tests, they would be, you know, either kept in the quarantine facilities or they would be allowed to come out. I see. But what appears as of now is that these people will have to be stationed there inside the quarantine facilities for at least uh, seven to eight days. Right. Because each blood test takes three to four days uh, for the results to come out. Mm-hmm. So that is that is being the, that is the arrangement being made uh, as of now in the airport. Right. So there are a lot of questions uh, being raised about how the government and authorities are dealing with coronavirus. Right. Our response has been quite um, seems like uh, quite delayed. I mean, in yeah, terms yeah. of testing, and uh, people are very concerned because not everybody, only people with travel history abroad, are being tested for coronavirus. Even yeah, though many yeah. others who have not had a travel history, who have not been outside the country, they're showing symptoms. Uh, so, uh, in, in case of the airport testing, the, the major complaint of the people was that, I mean, there were only four or five uh, medical teams, Doctors. you know, four, four or five people from the medical team who were doing the test. Right. So, how can you, you know, undertake such a huge exercise? You know, And how many passengers was tra- were there? Ayam? At least... Around 500 people. So, so how 500 can four people, people and four doctors. Yeah, just imagine the ratio. It's like more than one is to 100. So yeah. obviously, these kinds of things will take time. So uh, the government should have employed more people on the ground to under carry out the test. But that did not happen. And obviously, uh, people had to wait for like uh, seven, eight, nine hours. Wow. And which, and, and which in, in general, in general, uh, coming to your question, in general, uh, so far, India, as compared to many other countries, India has adopted uh, sort of, you can say, narrow criteria uh, for yeah. you know tests to be done on suspect cases, because uh, as you have mentioned, uh, you need to have first a travel history. Hmm. If you don't have that, then you need to have come across, uh, you know, a Somebody confirmed case of had. coronavirus. Yeah, so. So these two are the criteria as of now. Now, uh, questions have been asked uh, to the government as to why uh, the criteria has not been, uh, you know, expanded. Uh, but uh, I think yesterday, uh, the chief of the Indian Council for Medical Research, uh, mm. he said that uh, the, the kind of protocol which has been advised by the WHO, uh, that uh, tests should be uh, you know, expanded and tests should cover as many people as possible. Mm. He said that such a protocol does not apply to India as of now because... Uh, you know, the community spread of the virus has not been detected yet. So that is yeah. the argument, that is the defense of the government. But I think, you know, as cases are only just going up in numbers, so I think the government will also have to uh, widen its criteria and cover more people. Yeah, so that's what the ICMR chief was also uh, saying in an interview with NDTV, that um, we have way too many, our population is huge and it is a, it is a massive challenge to, you know, test as many people as possible because right now limited number of tests are available and uh, there was somebody else I think Indian Express interviewed another ICMR uh, p- uh, scientist and she said that we are trying to get more tests um, so that we can test more people yeah, anyway, um, I mean, uh, so we are a country of 1.3 billion and the medical infrastructure is already overburdened now if there is a massive outbreak you know as in China or in some other European countries 
I think the country will be at a, will be at a great risk. So the the infrastructure, the facilities, the labs, everything needs to be ramped up as soon as possible. Because hmm. the cases are only just going up. You know, hmm. I mean, I don't know how long this this threat, this medical emergency is going to continue. So, so I think the efforts need to be. uh you know stepped up as soon as possible yeah uh, hamida you wanted to add something yeah so a friend of mine went to ram manohar lohia hospital i think it's uh, in it's near cp and uh, because he had a 15 day cold and he wanted to get tested so he uh, was uh, told to wait for over 4 hours and he was given a questionnaire and in that he was asked like basic symptoms and then after that uh when he was called inside for screening the nurse uh asked him about his symptoms and when he said that he had a cold uh he had a cough and that was persisting for more than 15 days uh she said that uh, oh so basically like there's you you don't have coronavirus like and she didn't even take a blood test so he was quite visibly upset mm. and he was talking about how the tent that had been made uh was overcrowded and uh, he was talking about how uh, he and other people who weren't that sick were being made to sit along with people who were visibly sick yeah and how oh that could increase the yeah, chances of yeah. coronavirus yeah. so it was it was quite a disappointing experience for true, him true true uh basant aap kuch kehna chahte the मैं कह रहा हूँ कि भारत में जो तैयारी है वो बहुत खास नहीं है क्योंकि जब मेरी तबीयत खराब हुई थी पिछले दिनों और मैं शनिवार की रात को रविवार की रात को कम से कम 25 बार जो हेल्पलाइन नंबर है दिल्ली के लिए उस पर कॉल किया जिसमें 10 बार फोन तो लग गया लेकिन किसी ने उठाया नहीं बाकी टाइम व्यस्त जा रहा था दस टाइम फोन लगा पर किसी ने उठाया नहीं तो इस तरीके से मेरे जैसे कितने लोग होंगे जो फोन करते होंगे हालांकि मैं ठीक हो गया लेकिन बहुत सारे लोग हैं जो परेशान होते होंगे तैयारी तो बेहतर नहीं है बिहार में खबर आ रही है कि शायद डेढ़ सौ या दो सौ लोगों की जांच हुई है बिहार की आबादी इतनी ज्यादा है और जांच से डेढ़ सौ लोगों की हो रही है तो फिर चीजें धीरे धीरे बढ़ेंगी सो वही तो अभी तक तो मतलब एज ऑफ टूडे देर वन हंड्रेड एंड फोर्टी सेवन केसेज बट आई रिमेम्बर दैट रिपोर्ट ऑन मीडियम बाई थॉमस पे राइट I don't know how to pronounce his name. So uh, yeah, so he was talking about how in Spain about uh, maybe a little more than two weeks ago, the number of cases was similar uh, to India, uh, maybe something around hundred forty or whatever. And yeah. within two weeks, it shot up to six thousand. Yeah, exactly. You and know, I think uh, you know, uh, apart from uh, you know the questionable efficacy of the health infrastructure in the country, I think. जब से ये कोरोना वायरस का ये शुरू हुआ है देर हैव बीन कंप्लेन्स फ्रॉम पीपल हु हैव बीन पुट इन आइसोलेशन वॉर्ड्स बिकॉज आई इन माय नॉलेज देर आर एटलीस्ट फोर केसेस वेयर पीपल हैव कंप्लेन ऑफ यू नो अनहाइजीनिक कंडीशंस ऑफ द आइसोलेशन वॉर्ड्स गवर्नमेंट नीड्स टू लुक इन टू इमीडिएटली सो देर वॉज अ वुमेन हु कंप्लेन इन आगरा देन देर हैज बीन अ केस फ्रॉम मैंगलुरु देन देर इज अनादर वन फ्रॉम मुंबई फ्रॉम मानेसर ऑल्सो देर वॉज अ केस कंप्लेन नो Uh, made against uh, the unhygienic condition of uh, these isolation wards so you, i mean ye facility bas khara karna is one thing and to, to maintain its quality that's that's more exactly. important so that is another area that needs to be taken care of right 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 all right so uh, ayan before uh, we end i would also like you to tell us more about your uh, report from last week about uh, the two malayalam channels which were briefly taken off air 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting issued an order on the evening of March six. Yes. And uh, yeah, and uh, the order basically uh, said that two Malayalam channels, Asia Net News and Media One, would be, uh, you know, I mean, they would the channels would be taken off air for forty eight hours. And But, why? Uh, once yeah, so once the order was passed. Uh, immediately, there was a backlash, you know, from uh, the political parties in the opposition, as well as from the media community, uh, from the journalists. Uh, so then, the government, I think, uh, they sensed, uh, you know, what had gone wrong. So they kind of rolled the order back uh, next morning. I mean, on the morning of uh, March seven. Hmm. But uh, both the channels had been briefly taken off air for some hours. So I, my story was about, uh, you know, the coverage, the The kind of problematic coverage which had been done by other channels uh, when the Delhi riots were being reported about, or the riots had still not subsided. So Because just just to tell our listeners uh, that I, uh, the channels were taken off air for their biased reporting on Delhi riots, supposedly biased yes, reporting. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, uh, I, in both the orders, the the ministry said that uh, uh, the content of uh, the coverage. Of both these channels, mm -hmm. uh, you know, was potentially, uh, you know, capable of inciting the already problem, uh, already communal or volatile atmosphere during the riots. So that was the complaint of the ministry. Right. And uh, both the channels, in their reply, refuted these allegations, and they uh, firmly stated that that they had only stuck to the facts mm -hmm. and the facts which had also been reported by several other media organizations. So this was the reply from both the channels and. As things turned out, obviously the ministry had rolled back the order, so uh, the, the the issue kind of uh, settled there only. But uh, when I tried to, you know, pull out uh, some contents by other channels during the riots, uh, there was a lot of, you know, problematic stuff, inciting stuff, which could have, as the ministry complained, you know, could have viol uh, added to the already charged atmosphere. So, for example, I uh, I found two reports by Sudarshan News, hmm. which Clearly targeted the minority community, which clearly targeted the Muslims as being behind uh, the Delhi, uh, you know, the recent riots in Delhi. Now, right. uh, official investigation into the riots is still underway, and there has been no conclusive evidence as of now. Hmm. But if a channel like Sudarshan News, which commands you know substantial viewership, if they come up with conclusions and you know selectively targets one particular community, hmm. it. It it clearly adds to the you know charged communal atmosphere. Yeah. And this these these reports were I think aired on around on 20, February twenty seven twenty eight around that time. So mm. the situation was still bad. Right. Uh, right. You know efforts were on to calm the atmosphere. So mm. I think this these kinds of things. I mean it's surprising how these things went unnoticed. You Very know by the ministry. Very clearly biased. Um, clearly biased. Yeah. And this is Sudarshan knew there was uh, a problematic report. By uh, Times Now as well. So Times Now had kind of carried a report which was partially incorrect, which uh, said that uh, you know they basically flashed a video mm. in which uh, the channel said that the, the the gunman there was a gunman in the video and the channel said that the gunman was uh, you know running towards the police and he was trying to uh, open fire at the police. Mm. Now later when uh, fact checking website Alt News. Decoded that report. They found that it was, you know, completely the opposite. The gunman was actually running towards the police after opening fire in the opposite direction. 
I see. Huh. Right. And 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 this report, when it was aired, it was immediately picked up by you know uh, Amit Malviya, the BJP's mm-hmm. you know social media chief. And everybody knows the kind of traction these people have on yeah. social media. So it was widely shared. So this was a very dangerous report. Right. But again, this also slipped through the radar of the INB ministry very surprisingly. Right. So yeah, I mean these are some examples. You know, one from Sudarshan, two reports from Sudarshan News, and one from Times now. And there was also one uh, news report from News 18 India also. Hmm. Uh, their managing editor Amish Devgan, he also in one of his uh, uh, shows, he also uh, you know very very aggressively uh, targeted the, the Muslim community, and he also uh, suggested that everything basically the riots had its roots in the Shahin Bagh anti-citizenship law demonstrations. Right. But no evidence has come up as come up as of now regarding the genesis of the violence, genesis uh-huh. of the riots. So for a news anchor to come up with that kind of allegation and conclusion, I think it was very dangerous. Clearly, so that's what yeah. my report tried to show. But none I mean, of I, these, none of them have yeah. been held accountable. No, 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 none of them has been held accountable. All these reports, all these reports were, if I am to use the INB ministry's uh, language. Then, if if uh, the content of Asianet news and media one were biased, then these can be simply, you know, called as unbiased. Right. But in reality, they are not. So that is the problem. That is, you know, that clearly shows the selective targeting of certain channels by the ministry. Right. And that is what my report tried to show. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so that brings us to the end of the podcast. Let's end with some recommendation. Uh, Basant. Huh. मैं इस बार दो मेरा दो रिकमेंडेशन है पहला कि सुप्रीम कोर्ट के पूर्व जस्टिस मुख्य न्यायाधीश रंजन गोगई अब राज्यसभा जा रहे हैं तो उसपे कैरवान ने पिछले महीने जो फरवरी का अंक था उसपे उन्होंने प्रोफाइल किया है जो अंग्रेजी में तो है ही पत्रिका में अंग्रेजी में पब्लिश है प्रकाशित हुई है हिंदी में अनुवाद होके वो उनके वेबसाइट पे मौजूद है अरसो जॉन ने किया है इसको ठीक है जिसका हेडलाइन है सीलबंद लिफाफे और फैसले आरसी रंजन गोगई का सरकार को तोहफा ये थोड़ी लंबी रिपोर्ट है दो ढाई घंटे पढ़ने में लग सकता है लेकिन पढ़ना जाएगी किस तरीके से रंजन गोगई जब उन्होंने दीपक मिश्रा के खिलाफ एक पीसी में बैठे और इस हीरो बन गए लेकिन क्या क्या किया है इस दौरान मुझे एक चीज पढ़ के काफी हैरानी हुई कि जब महबूबा महबूबा मुफ्ती जो पूर्व सीएम है जम्मू एंड कश्मीर के और उन्होंने कहा कि मुझे अपनी माँ से मिलने की इजाजत दी जाए और श्रीनगर में घूमने की इजाजत दी जाए तो चीफ जस्टिस ने कहा कि ठीक है हम अधिकारियों के साथ मिलने का मिलने की अनुमति आपको देंगे लेकिन आप श्रीनगर में घूमना क्यों चाहती है श्रीनगर में अभी बहुत ठंड है अब जो व्यक्ति जहाँ का रहने वाला है वहाँ घूम नहीं सकता जैसे श्रीनगर तो उनका शहर है तो घूम नहीं सकती है तो इस तरीके की मुफ्ती की बात कर रहे हैं ना महबूबा मुफ्ती की बेटी हाँ जी 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 और दूसरा दूसरा मेरा रिकमेंडेशन है मेरी और आयुष की एक रिपोर्ट है जो दिल्ली में जो दंगे हुए उसमें लाशे नाले से बरामद हुई है और नाले के अंदर बहुत सारे बहुत सारी गाड़ियों को जला के फेंक दिया गया है तो हमने काफी यात्रा करके हमने पता किया है कि कहाँ किसको कैसे जला मारा गया किस तरीके से उनकी बॉडी मिली कब तक बॉडी मिलती रही है कुछ बॉडी पंद्रह दिन बाद मिली है कुछ नौ दिन बाद मिली है तो इसको लेकर मेरी और आयुष की ग्राउंड रिपोर्ट है वो भी मैं चाहूंगा की दर्शक और श्रोता पढ़े जी जरूर जरूर अन वॉट अबाउट यू 
Yeah, so I'm recommending an opinion piece. Uh, this piece actually came out a week back, but it's it's worth reading. So I'm still recommending it. So it's uh, titled as "Coronavirus Outbreak Highlights China's Dominance Over the Pharmaceutical Industry." Mm-hmm. It's written by uh, Professor C. Raja Mohan, who is an international affairs expert, and he writes for the Indian Express. So this one also came out in the Indian Express yeah. on March 10. So basically, what has he has written is that the coronavirus outbreak has highlighted China's overwhelming position, overwhelming dominance over the pharmaceutical industry, because uh, the report, uh, the the opinion piece writes that uh, up to 80% of the antibiotics in the Western countries, that is uh, Europe and uh, the United States of America, yeah, up to 80% of the antibiotics are imported from China. <laughs> so now, uh, you know. In the middle of this crisis, yeah. these countries have faced a huge, you know, national security crisis. So now they have realized that, you know, the the increasing dominance of China, and not only over the pharmaceutical industry, over so many other sectors of, uh, you know, the industry, that uh, if if there is a crisis, there is an outbreak, then uh, China basically, you know, holds a leverage position, and all the other countries, which uh, entirely depend on China. They are exposed to a great risk, right. so that is what he has tried to highlight uh, in this opinion piece. So, right. I mean, apart from the pharmaceutical industry, as I have said, he also uh, talked about some other sectors of the industry, some crucial sectors, yeah. which can, uh, you know, expose a similar problem right, in the future right. if right. there is a uh, outbreak or some other disaster. So, I think it, it's worth reading. All right, thank you, uh, Hamida. What about you? So, uh, in times of social isolation, since we're all supposed to be locked up in our homes yes. and uh, quarantine ourselves, I've uh, decided that I'll recommend a series by FX called Pose. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's during a time when HIV started to spread in the United States, right. and it talks about and it shows the journey of our protagonists who are. transgenders by the way yeah. and how they try to grapple with the disease while also uh, performing in underground balls So the protagonists are African American, and they're trying to grapple with racism, and also with being transgender, and also having HIV the HIV positive. Yeah. So one of the things which I really liked about the series was the way they showed how that even such a fatal disease didn't stop them from living, right. and how that can be a lesson for us during this time. Mm-hmm. That even though coronavirus seems like something that that is unstoppable, yeah. and that will obviously like. to some extent swallow us whole doesn't mean that we can't take care of ourselves and we can't have fun but also while washing our hands yeah. <laughs> yes please everybody <laughs> wash your hands as soon as much as possible and uh, my recommendation i have a couple of recommendations because obviously we've been working from home so reading and watching a lot of stuff so my first recommendation is this atlantic uh, report called the killing of a colorado rancher is this really gripping report about the mysterious disappearance of a 29 year old man and uh, set against the backdrop of the rocky mountains in america and uh, rachel munro who's the reporter she she walks the perfect line between brilliant storytelling and great reportage and uh, you know there are elements of betrayal and family drama and uh, you know friendship all kinds of it's it's very interesting so yeah that is my that's my first recommendation my second recommendation since we've been talking about fake news you know and 
even coronavirus even with coronavirus there's so much of misinformation being spread and even during the riots what we were talking about yeah. so i would recommend all of you to listen to my podcast interview with uh, data journalist uh, govindraj etiraj on busting fake news and data literacy he talks about the importance of data literacy in india and how the quality of public discourse can be improved by making important data more accessible to people yeah and uh, yeah so that is my second recommendation and my third recommendation is this brilliant uh, interview by madhu trehan of atish tasir from 2019 and uh, atish tasir talks about uh, the loss of languages in india and how indians uh, you know we don't really have a language of our own especially the newer generation yeah. because we're not really comfortable with english nor are we very comfortable with Hindi, you know our own yeah so take yeah. english yeah. yeah exactly so he talk also talks about his book and uh, religion and a whole ton of other stuff so you must watch that interview it's in two parts and you'll find it on youtube also listeners our silent producer parikshit has finally uh, asked us to recommend something to you guys it's this article on daily mail and it is really shocking and extremely scary Uh, it's about how dozens of members of a south korean church were infected with coronavirus because the person who was spraying them with uh, salt water spray to actually protect them forgot to wipe the bottle and eventually first six people including the pastor were tested positive after that 40 more people were tested positive so parikshit's recommendation to all of you is do not be stupid <laughs> Yeah Thanks so you'll find the article on dailymail.co.uk So listeners if you liked what you heard please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever platform you're tuned into we also have a bunch of other podcasts like awful and awesome and hafta better the rating more the reach and that in turn means more subscribers and that in turn means better content And since all of you are now on social media and have nothing better to do than to track the spread of coronavirus, why don't you try to increase the spread of our content mm-hmm. uh, through Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and help us reach a better audience so that we can give you good journalism, not coronavirus infested. <laughs> All right and uh, listeners you can also write to us we're very eager to hear your feedback so please write to us at contact@newslaundry.com with reporters without orders in the subject line you can also leave your comments on twitter instagram facebook and with that this podcast is adjourned please stay safe wash your hands don't touch your face bye bye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.